with me say yeah i put it in later oh <laughs> you're so good hello hello Woo-hoo-hoo! guys can y'all hear that voice i love it so much i miss your voice well, i miss your voice i've heard my voice you know that i love your voice though when you were on dispatch <laughs> <laughs> hello there she is there's my girl there my girl Ooh. okay i'm Haley. well you forgot the just the universe oh Welcome. So out of practice. I am so behind. <laughs> Welcome to just another murder cast. Yay, Jam. Yay, Jam. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Haley's back, y'all. I'm so excited. I know you are too because nobody likes listening to me. Stop it. They love it. Am I whispering? I had a dream last night that like I couldn't, I was like trying to argue with somebody in my dream and I couldn't yell. We know that's not true. Yeah. I like I like the argument. I was trying to argue with someone. Yeah. <laughs> we know you. You were arguing. Yeah. I was trying. Nobody was doing it back. All right. I'm Haley. I'm Beth. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, y'all, Haley's back, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like I was nervous on the way here. Were you? Yes. I'm like it's been so long. I was. I was so excited because. The last podcast, we got a little tipsy, so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, it was good candy, too. Candy was awesome. And she I did was, wonderful. I was like, um, I don't I don't know who else to have on here. I had Jordan and Candy and um, Sheila. Sheila. That was so fun. I loved the intro to that. Yeah. So You were like, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, do I have other friends to put on this <laughs> podcast with me? Do I have to go to Haley's friends? Like, is that weird? <laughs> So, um, I'm so glad you're back. Well, I want to say thank you for, this is going to be an emotional episode. So thank you, um, both of you for, um, shut up a bitch (laughs) for doing all of it. Um, you know, all that, (laughs) all the stuff you did it. I appreciate it. Um, I missed you. I missed Jordan. I missed you. Um, but I appreciate you taking it all and, um, doing all you did. I love you. Well, I love you, and I know that you love this podcast, and I love it, so I wanted to keep it going for you. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> you gave it to me for my birthday, and then I gave it right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. Um, yeah, so um, today's episode's going to be a rough one. It is. <laughs> <laughs> How sad is this? <clears throat> do you have... Um, I'm the only one not crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have any comments? So... Um, I'm going to do my podcast a little different today mm-hmm. because everybody's heard me tell all these stories mm-hmm. and, um, I, I feel like people deserve not to hear me for once. <laughs> so Jordan's going to tell you his story. He's been so excited to tell you the story since, um, our tipsy podcast. I think that was our last <laughs> podcast that we did together, wasn't it? it yes. Was, it was supposed <clears throat> to be a bonus episode, but how it was, I'm like, no, I have to have Haley's reaction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I so I'm not telling the story today. Listen, listen, rightfully so. <laughs> You've been real busy with this thing, with this whole podcast. Yeah. Um. So also, I'm trying to think of, I guess I should, I'll save my comments for your story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Right. So guys, this podcast is a little different. It is, this is a murder podcast. Someone in our podcast will get murdered today. But it's also a true crime podcast. Yes. It's it's like for real a true crime. So someone does not get murdered, thankfully. No. Nope. Real life true crime. <laughs> real life true crime. So warning. Like, 
We might cuss. We're probably going to cry. Yes. Um, things happen. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Do you want to play rock, paper, scissors? Or do you want to have Jordan go first? Or do you want to tell your story first? Uh, whatever you want to do. I, this is not my podcast today. This is your <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> what? I don't know. You tell me. We can, I don't care. Jordan? Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Okay. I haven't played in a long time. All right. Well, I'm going to give the microphone to Jordan since I'm I'm just the bonus person here today. Woohoo! All right. I'm excited. If you hear me munching, it's because Beth has uh, peanut m ms too. Well, you eat every podcast. <laughs> I do, and I didn't bring I don't snacks. know what. During, during mine, I ruffled through your drawers to see if I could find some snacks. That sounds actually <laughs> very dirty. Yes, I actually say it. <laughs> no, I have a drawer. I through the desk drawers. I have a drawer on my snacks. side of the desk that um, I hoard snacks in. I supply the snacks for oh. her because oh, I yeah. know how she is. <laughs> yep. All right. So, do you remember? Oh, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rock, paper, scissors, and then. Shoot. Yep. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, wait. What does that mean? It means you, it don't means go, you go last. Oh, okay. <laughs> I won. Oh, my gosh. One of our first episodes popped up like I was listening to it the other day. That sound was horrendous. I know when I did. When I did the um, one in the camper mm-hmm. with Sheila, mm-hmm. I was like, we have not used this microphone in so long. <laughs> and it is so funny how different yes. it is. Papa, Papa done saved our lives here. He did. Uh-huh. Although Jordan and I did um, contemplate coming to your house with this setup mm-hmm. and my computer mm-hmm. and making y'all do podcasts with us. And by y'all, I mean making Spence. Well, I thought about really get away easily. Oh, he can't move. So it's like, um, <laughs> yeah. but I really thought about, well, hauling his ass here and kind of getting his side of the story, but I'm just going to tell it on his behalf. He's at a doctor's appointment today. You ready for this? I'm ready. December 8th, 2007, a frantic 911 phone call comes into the Gwinnett County 911 dispatch center. The caller, Lori Alexander, reportedly cries, repeatedly cries for her husband to wake up. Lori is, is heard on the other end of the line stating, I can't wake him up. He's blue. I've never seen anything like this. He's not breathing. He's cold. I found out he was cheating on me last night. Oh, she did it. Yep. That was also a quote. Forgot to say that beforehand. <laughs> so, emergency personnel arrive on scene to determine Lori's husband, Ronald Kent Alexander, he goes by Kent, was deceased. A, deceased. A single stab wound was found in Kent's abdomen. That killed him? Okay. You'll see as the story goes on. Oh, okay. So who is Ronald Kent Alexander? Let's to kind of dive in, take a closer look at this gentleman. Kent was from Cherryville, North Carolina, where he is a hometown hero. Kent was an amazing quarterback, throwing for over a thousand yards a season, and even won a state championship for his high school. He was the lead scorer for the basketball team, and his biggest claim to fame, though, was for being an ace pitcher. He was so good, he even got a scholarship to play at Appalachian State College, and after college, he joined a minor league team for the Chicago Cubs. He got his job as a medical recruiter for Jackson and Coker of Atlanta. I don't really know what they do. I, I don't know what a medical recruiter does. I thought it was kind of to get doctors around to join, like, groups. Like, you know, you have AOC has 17,000 doctors yeah. on them. So I thought that's kind of what they were doing and kind of hook them up in different places. But I think they also do, like, med recs where they'll um, – push medicines and prescriptions and different things like that um Um, is it hold on let me look what does a medical in my head i'm thinking it's somebody that like is it does it have to do with sports though since he did sports so like is he recruiting medical so people for teams from what i saw on there was kind of like if you don't have a job yet 
we can hook you up. So it it could be physical therapists, but it's all like big wig, like because they'll deal with medications and stuff like that. And um, so it might be a, getting physical therapists and doctors for teams. Is a healthcare recruiter the same thing? I don't Sounds know. like it, but they're Probably. responsible for posting job advertisements, screening applicants, interviewing candidates, setting interview schedules, and hiring. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But, but he does more like medication stuff. Okay. So, um, so uh, Kent exceeded at this job as well. With his boss standing, he was the top salesperson. Sometime during this illustrious career, he even had time to get married to Lori Gerber. It appeared that uh, they had the perfect life with a nice house and quiet tequila, a de- neighborhood, a quiet tequila neighborhood, a lucrative career in the medical field, and a daughter in college. Reality was much different. Within the past year, leading to Kent's death, these couples' life, perfect life began to unravel. Lori was involved in a motor vehicle wreck, causing her to have a neck injury, leaving her in chronic pain. She was also had two heart surgeries. Um, the combination of these left her, quote, heavily medicated, according to investigators. Kent has his share of issues as well. Customers were starting to complain that he smelled of alcohol. Um, So when he got back, he uh, got back to the office. His boss made him actually do a blood alcohol test. Um, His blood alcohol was 0.172, which is over the legal limit of 0.08. So wait, what was it? Point one seven two. Oh shit! So it's over twice the legal limit. Yeah. So um, there was also rumors of him swapping medications with other sales personnel. Oh. So um, like I said, his blower mandated the drug screen. That's when they found his blood alcohol. Um, this is that is over twice the legal limit drive. It was even said that he would consume a liter and a half of vodka every other day. Good God. <laughs> there was also we um. We watched a video because there is a video. I forget what was it called. Anyways, that kind of delved into this. And uh, so there was also rumors of abuse. Like she would show up to work with like bruises and black eyes and stuff like that. Oh, shit. They never really would say who it was. But just kind of all those little telltale signs and that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, On top of this, all debt collectors were being called and rising amounts of debts were built. Rising amount of debt was building. Lori was also suspicious that Kent was having an affair. Mm. So on the night of December 7th, 2007, everything came to a head. Lori snatched the phone out of Kent's hands and ran to a bathroom and locked the door. She began scrolling through his messages, frantically looking for evidence of an affair. She found the evidence she was looking for. Kent had been cheating on his wife with a former co-worker for about 10 years. Trifling hoe. For 10 years. Shit! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, that's a long-ass time. So, um... The affair started with just simple messages back and forth, but it eventually turned sexual in the later years. The kicker, the kicker on all this is the woman her, that he was cheating with, Valerie Coles, was married as well. Valerie Coles. So, um, so Lori called Valerie Coles that same night, December 7th, called her, threatening her out her to her spouse, but did not threaten any hurt any bodily harm. Lori then called her daughter, stating that she was going to file for divorce the next day. After this, Lori claims to have taken two prescribed Xanax pills, which are antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next morning, Lori claims to have awakened and gone downstairs to find the scene described earlier and, and her husband's lifeless body laying in the middle of it. Law enforcement began to investigate the cause of death, leaving it as an open cause of death pending the autopsy. Mm. Um, crime scene investigators began to comb up through the house, 
for evidence. In the kitchen, they found a pan containing two cooked eggs that had been placed beneath the sink, which was, I don't know, that was really weird. Um, there it's like was, an ambient. Yeah, kind of like walking around <laughs> cooking. Let's see what I can do. I got eggs here. I'll get that and then just store them under here. the sink till the right. morning. Just with the Drano. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. There was a half-eaten egg sandwich laying on the counter beside a bottle of ketchup and a long knife. Um, they also noted that the butcher block in the kitchen was missing a knife. While in scene, police questioned Lori about what happened. Officer stated that she was acting "quote unquote" peculiar mm. uh, on scene. They said she would go from being distraught about the murder being irritable to being irritable and mad. She was asked for repeatedly for some. She asked repeatedly for antidepressants. Uh, Lori's clothes were taken into evidence, and the blood on her clothes was examined and finding it finding it to be that of her husband's, which is not a big shocker because right. she was there on her husband the entire time. During Kent's autopsy, it was determined that he died from a single stab wound to the abdomen. A blood alcohol test was run on Kent, finding it to be 0.341. Holy shenanigans. That's why the egg was under the sink. (laughs) He didn't know what he was trying to cook it under there. He's like, fuck, I got to get something that soaked alcohol up. (laughs) So, but yeah, that's four times, over four times the legal limit. Oh my God. Right? (laughs) Is there like a, a point where like it kills you? I mean, like most, too most, much alcohol. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, you can have alcohol poisoning. Most of the time, what people do is when they drink so much mm-hmm. and they vomit, and then they—it's kind of like a kid where they don't have the muscular control or the whereabouts to roll over. If they get sick. That's why they used to sell them to sleep face down. Yeah. So most of the time, that's a lot. What happens is they vomit and then they aspirate on their vomit and choke on it and die. Hmm. So that's usually what happens. But you can consume, but... Yeah, let's see how I much mean, she can consume. How? Because... But I don't want to Google that on my phone. Because... <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. I'll because, Google it. Right. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's funny because alcoholics, alcoholics, they can die from being withdrawals from alcohol. Really? So that's why, like, a lot of times... Um, Athens Regional used to have a case of Bud Light at their at the pharmacy. Really? So they had an alcoholic or something like that. They would prescribe them to get a beer every so often, and they would drink a beer. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> so, huh. Like, like, it's really bad to die, or you could die from alcohol withdrawals. Wow. I didn't even know that was, like, a thing. Point three something, though, sounds, like, really. Well, you think point oh eight, so times four, so you're looking at 29, or 28, no, you got 29. Why can't I think? Four times eight. Well, no, because that's in the 32. Right? Yeah, so it's point. So point three two is four times the legal limit. So this is point three four one. So it's still higher than that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Generally, it says the blood alcohol over point four is dangerous, and there's a risk of coma or death. But it doesn't give like a actual number. Okay, I mean he was pretty close because everyone's different, right? Yeah, but pretty close to not being great, right? Lori claimed to have no memory of the incident and had no recollection of what happened through the night. As the weeks went by, though, Lori claimed to have dreams of that night. She would claim to to see flashes of Kent slamming her head into the cabinets, there being a long knife laying on the counter. Within a week of Kent's death, Lori was was banned from his funeral and was being charged with his murder. What? Investigators believe that after finding out that Kent was having an affair, she had a psychotic episode where she then murdered her husband with a kitchen knife. Lori's defense attorney, Jeff Slitz, which is just a terrible name, and he's yeah. a weird-looking guy, too. Is he? Yeah. Um, 
just he looks like an alcoholic as well. Can we post a picture <laughs> of him? So Jeff Slitz's opening defense painted Kent as a washed up athlete who drank as at his corporate job, abused prescription medications, and had fallen off with pre- fallen behind with creditors. So they are like friends. Well, he was basically saying in a court case he's trying to to make him look as bad as he can. Oh, okay. So and is that's this what him bringing all that stuff? No. You know, that's, that's that said Jeffrey Scott Jones throat. slit someone throat. Oh, throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, what? Uh, okay. They fell in behind creditors and sustained an affair with a woman for multiple with a married woman for years. So it's also stated that that he that his life was spiraling into the trash can. Mm. Uh, Kent's. Oh, okay. Slit stated that his client did not murder Kent Alexander. He said Kent's death could have been suicide, an accident, or even someone else came into the house and murdered him. Hmm. Slitz could not come up with any other suspects. During the trial, Kent's mistress took the stand and gave her account of what happened that night. She said that Slit, she... Uh, Kent's mit- mistress? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Va- How would you like to see Lori, that? What's her name? Lori. Girl. Valerie. Yeah. Valerie. Oh, Valerie Coles. Yes. Okay, she... Ca- okay, got it. Yeah. So, yeah. How would you like to be doing that? Uh-uh. Having a case of that you murdered Spence that he had some girl that he'd been sleeping with 10 years up there, too. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> No. All I'm saying is that if you murder Spence, I'm gonna just pretend to be the. Uh, yeah, y'all already agreed upon that. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I just slipped some medication. I was asleep the whole time, but we definitely were in New I'm Jersey. Like, yeah, I'm Spence's girlfriend, and they're gonna be like, "No, you're not." Like, no, I am. I am. <laughs> We've been sleeping together for years. I'd be like, when? When? Really? Oh, you're right. I don't know. I, I don't know, but but I have. <laughs> <laughs> And gave her account of what happened the night. She said that she did talk with Lori on the phone, and Lori did threaten to out Coles to her husband. Mm-hmm. Coles gave to Coles gave to me the best statement during this trial. By the way, okay, and, but nobody's questioning Valerie. They are questioning Valerie. No oh. one's questioning the wife. Is that what you're saying? No, like I feel like nobody's like, did she do it? Oh, did oh, or her um, husband? Not what I saw. Okay. So, uh, but I, like I said, it, to me, it was actually. This next statement's pretty cool and pretty funny. Okay. It's cool. It's funny. It said, uh, I didn't assume she was going to stab him. I didn't assume it was going to get that ugly. Like, eh, she outed us, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, both of you, I can see you like, they outed me. They're going to kill their husbands right now. <laughs> 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 like, I wouldn't have a second guess that both of y'all be stabbing them while you were talking to me on the phone. <laughs> or you would call me and be like the uh, born identity thing of being like, I see you right now. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Slits also said that blood, ev- blood evidence on the scene was contaminated. He said this happened because the family dog was found licking up blood that had pooled in the kitchen. <laughs> Right, and oh. then, and then she, Lori, was holding the dog the entire time. Ew, like licking it in the face and like <laughs> covered in blood. Gross, gross. So on January eighteenth of twenty ten, Lori, Lori Alexander faced charges of murder, felony murder, aggravated assault, and having a having a weapon during the commission of a crime. After three hours, the jury came to a verdict. The jury found her innocent of all charges. <gasps> After two years of incarceration, Lori walked out of the courtroom a free woman. She immediately left Georgia and headed to Pennsylvania to reunite with her daughter and her aging parents. No other suspects had been brought up to this trial, been brought to the trial for Kent's murder. Ronald Kent Alexander is buried at St. John's Lutheran Church Cemetery in Cherryville, North Carolina, and oh. everyone there still like he was murdered by her. 
he's such a great guy because that's such a great guy i mean listen nobody deserves to be murdered but like ew yeah ew so but they like honored him like big deal stop it so um shut the up uh upon her getting back to pennsylvania Lori changed her name back to her main name of Lori farrington wait that's what i wanted wait wait <laughs> like oh my god your family's from pennsylvania <laughs> yeah, yeah. is this somebody in your family yeah shut the f- up <laughs> what that's why i wanted to tell the story so oh bad. my <laughs> holy shenanigans <laughs> i need details i'm married into a murdering I, family i just oh, gave you a whole story <laughs> i mean i mean who is that so it's my dad's cousin Oh <laughs> my! <laughs> I ha- look look at the chill bumps on my body. I mean, don't I'm not stabbing what a, someone. What a fucking bomb that was! <laughs> and everyone thinks that I'm gonna be the one to hurt Jordan, but Jordan comes from a murderer's family, oh. and they all tell you too, like multiple times, like, oh. "Hey, it's happened before." Oh yeah. my! Oh my God! <laughs> like their kid, I don't know how they're related to me. How that goes? That would be like your tree. second cousin, right? I guess I don't know, but yeah, we uh, hung out with her. She's close to our age. Who is the her, daughter? My second cousin. Yeah, the daughter that was sitting in the story. Uh, oh why did we not have that on like film oh my god what in the world just happened (laughs) i still have cold chills like what yeah so holy shit i might get a little stabby every once in a while oh my god we have it recorded now bye bye Oh my god. It won't be That was crazy. (laughs) We thought you'd like that. I love that. I mean So there was gonna be a bonus episode where I just said it by myself and then I told Beth, I was like, This is kinda too good to like Yes Haley is so animated anyway, so it's like this is what I wanna do and that's why I waited to the very last line to make it that way. I can't wait. I really think I'm gonna buy a camera to record our podcast. Did you like how long did it take me to realize what just happened? Like, he was like, Farrington, I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. That's your last name. I can't believe they had the same Farrington. I know, but then like it clicked. I was like, wait, his family's in Pennsylvania. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Holy shit. Mm. Yeah. Well, I thought you would like that one. Well, there's no topping that one. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure you can. Oh my god, that was so well, good! Well, and then what was the one that you had? The last podcast you had, it was something like, oh god, what was it? You had like a bomb you dropped on yours. The last podcast was she with with Haley. 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 I said Haley at Hala. first. I don't remember the last one. I remember the the outro song and her listening to the outro. Oh song my gosh, the yeah. outro song <laughs> that got me too. I gotta come up with something like something like <laughs> creepy. All right. Holy crap. All right. I, gotta, I, I forget our role. It's uh, listed. I printed it out oh, for okay. you. Okay, first story. Comments. We said our comments because, like, I still have cold chills from it. Yeah, do we have any comments? 
Yeah, that was a good story. That was very good. We, we so, so when I joined this family, they were like, you know, we get a little murdery. And I'm like, ah. and, but the, you know how the stories like grow? Yeah. And it was like, he fell on the knife 16 times on accident. Mm-hmm. But it was really only once. Like when we watched mm-hmm. it, we were like, only once? That's not as good of a story. Well, like I was calling other members and like, do you know what? Because like everything I've seen is not really like that bad. And then it was, <laughs> it was funny because everyone would be like, yeah. Every time we hear that story, it changes. I'm like, okay, that kind of answers that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Jesus. You know what? What? I don't remember. I was going to try to come up with something really fancy to go yeah. into our... And you should have uh, shopped at. <laughs> yes. You know what would be nice? A taser. Don't wind up on the murder cast. Get your shit from www.deadcrowdefense.com. They believe in defending the weak by putting more firepower in the hands of the good people. Shop online. At deadcrowdefense.com, they carry tasers, pepper spray, ass-beating batons, and so much more. Uh, these, are the little, these aren't the little stun guns. You got mine wrong in there. It says these are the little stun guns. Oh, I'm so That sorry. you can buy at any store. I'll get that fixed ASAP. Yeah. These aren't the little stun guns that you can buy at any store. It is the shooting projectile tasers shoot, that shoot prongs into the people. Is the same as what the popo carry, but made for civilian concealed and purse carry. If you don't have a gas mask or body armor, what are you doing? They have ammo in stock, and they have the best t-shirts, hats, and even dad visors for your dad bods. All orders shipped out the very next day, business day. And if you don't see what you need, they can do custom orders. Just email sales at deadcrowdefense.com. Use the code YAYJAM. YAYJAM. At checkout for 10% off all items. Don't get your ass murdered. Shop at deadcrowdefense.com. Dot com. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not as good at that. Yeah, we're going to have to tell Avery. Like, you have to change it. We're going to have to say deadcrowdefense.com. I know that we're stealing that from someone, yeah. but, you know. It's fine. Um, also, do you see our little sign up here? Best from First of many. Yay, Jam. Yeah, so um, Avery mm. sent us that. He's so sweet. Yeah. So it, it sits on the... Uh, we love Decro Defense so we much. We do. We so need to like get a frame for it. We could do that. Yeah. We can definitely do that. For real. So I I loved it. I love it. We love Avery. Yeah. Avery's a good one. Mm-hmm. So make sure you shop at Decro Defense. Um he has been so great to us. Oh my gosh. Avery, I yeah, he's been wonderful. He donated a taser too. Yeah. To our neighbors. Well, he asked me like when it first happened, he was like, what can I do? And I was like, Haley is in the denial stage. She wants nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, he was like, okay, well, you let me know when mm-hmm. she wants something. And I was like, okay. So I sent him the little thing when they were getting ready for the raffle and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, here you go. <laughs> here you yeah. Go. That was so wonderful. Um, I appreciate him. Um, okay. So here is, uh, let's just break into it. My husband got hit by a car. They know because I make fun yes. of him every time. Because if I did make fun of him, I would lose my shit. Yes. Um. And when I say hit by a car, we actually mean his full body hit by a vehicle. Yeah. Um. So here is kind of my side of the story. Um. There are so many people that have been so supportive. Um. Shit. Um, God, why do I do this? Did I not cry the last time we did one? 
Um, Damn. So um, there's been so many people that have been so supportive and so loving and so caring. I've done so much for my family um, that I cannot thank everybody enough. I was like, I'm going to come up with a list and write everybody's names down, but I can't do that. That would take forever. That would be longer than our normal podcast. Um, You'd be better off listing the people that didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... I, I I don't even know how to like properly say thank you to everybody. Um, when I, this sounds, this sounds terrible. Um, so for the past couple of years, you know, we live in Spence's hometown and I'm like, I hate it. Like, you know, like being, moving into a small town really sucks, you know, as a new person. Yeah. Um, but then I got slapped in the face, um, with all of these people that care about our family. And I'm like, shit, I was really proved wrong. Um, they've always cared about your family. I just feel like you didn't realize it because. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, well, they're Spence's friends. Right. Which is not true. Like, I am Spence's friend. But. <laughs> but you're my friend more now. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just, um, I was like, yeah, I was definitely proved wrong. Um, so there's, uh, there's no adequate way to say thank you to everybody. Um, I don't know if I would have made it through this without, um, y'all without our friends without our family our neighbors are i mean i just can't um i can't put into perspective like how wonderful it's been um and we appreciate everything um you know one of the things this is so okay this is so stupid right it's not stupid i appreciate everything everybody's done so much but like uh, one of my favorite things is the meals. <laughs> like you don't realize, okay? It's like when people, it's like when you have a baby and people give you diapers, and you're like, "Oh, thanks for diaper." You know what I right. mean? But then you don't realize how much you need those diapers. The meals, man. You don't know what a weight that takes off of like my shoulders. That yeah. sounds so stupid in my head. It's not stupid because you have to take care of your two kids, your husband, and now you don't have to cook because someone else has been nice enough. They have. And, like, I, you know, we can't go to a restaurant. Yeah. So, it's, 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 it's amazing. And I helped you out by not cooking for you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we did not give you food poisoning. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, okay. So, let's get into the story. Um, June 6th, we had um, a huge storm. It was a big storm. It came out of nowhere. Absolutely nowhere so i mean we were like oh it's getting kind of windy a storm's coming within 30 seconds the storm was there within 45 seconds we had no power yeah so i was laying with the kids in the in the downstairs like middle room because there's no windows or doors and i'm like there's a tornado like this is how bad it is yeah and um it kind of lifted a little bit and spence said i am gonna go see if everything's okay, there's a call that went out. I'm going to go there, but I'm going to see, like, where trees are down, power line, you know. So, I'm just going to throw this out there. For mm-hmm. people that don't know, Oconee County does not have a paid fire department. Correct. It is all volunteer, yep. which means that all of the men and women that volunteer wake up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. leave their families at home, mm-hmm. and go out and fight fire or... Save lives. Save lives, you know remove trees out of the roadway whatever Mm -hmm. they need to do yep and you're on call 24 7 yeah and that's what spence was doing yes so he said i'm gonna go um you know 
um, see, there's a call that went out. Let me go to that one. Um, and I'm going to go check power lines and stuff, you know, make sure there's yeah. nothing dangerous. Well, he went to a call um, that was actually on the Clark County line um, and Clark County was there. So Oconee turned around. Um, the fire truck was behind them and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, like, and so um, he reported that he was going to go to um, a tree down. Um, that was blocking where Highway 78 and 316 go together. So the on-ramp, off, no, the on-ramp onto 316. Yeah. There was a tree down um, blocking the roadway. And so Spence was the first one there. Um, others were behind him, but he was the first one there. And a police officer was there with his lights on. Um, and Spence, Spence has lights Spence on his activated truck. his lights. And um, then he sees a car, a truck. And then he sees flashlights. So in his head, these two, or there's somebody down there and they're hurt, you know. Mm -hmm. So he goes down there and it's two boys that have a chain. Um, and they're trying to do, remove the tree themselves. And Spence says, um, this is dangerous. The fire, you know, the fire truck's on the way. We're going to remove it. This is really dangerous. You guys need to get back in your truck. Yeah. At that point, one of the boys says, oh shit, car. And... Um, Spence tried to jump out of the way. Thank goodness he jumped. Yeah. And um, this car hit him on the left side and um, kind of aerialed him um, over to the guardrail. And he actually landed um, on the feet of one of the boys that were there. And um, so then I think he was like, you know, I, th I do know that he was like, I have, you know, trying to tell him he had to get up. And there were two boys there, Dakota, um, Dakota White and Cody Derivan. And so he had landed um, with Dakota. And um, Dakota was like, man, sit, you can't, you can't. Because um, Spence was cut from his first, the initial injury that you can see was his hairline down to his upper lip and there was blood everywhere um so what's crazy is that when spence goes on calls i usually turn my turn my scanner on a scanner app on my phone well i had talked to my mom and my she knew he was out so she turned her scanner app on i wasn't listening to it at that point thank god power was out it had turned back on but it had just turned back on i was trying to get my kids ready for bed it was like 10 30 mm -hmm. and um so then cody um cody Ran to the police officer and got him and said, oh, my God, he's been hit. Um, Dakota handed Spence his radio. And Spence called for his, I guess, called into. Called into dispatch. Dispatch and said, um, I'm 842. I've, you know, been hit or I'm hurt. I need an ambulance. Well, I didn't hear any of this. Um, but um, then the driver stopped his car got out to see the damage, and then got back in his car and took off. Um, Dakota, no, Cody, the one that got the police officer, um, jumped in his truck at that point and chased the driver that had hit and run. Um, so I know that the ambulance showed up and um, took him to the hospital. And then my neighbor, I, like I was getting Parker, was sitting on the couch getting Parker in her pajamas. I know it was super late, but like the storms, you know, they were freaked out, no power, yeah. whatever. And, um, my neighbor showed up in my house and I was thinking like, hmm, it's kind of late for her to be here, but like, okay, yeah, 
um, maybe she's just come and see if we have power. And she was like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay, what's up? You know, I'm sitting yeah. on the couch. And um, she was like, no, I need you to come in here. And automatically I said, where's Spence? Because you know at that point, yeah. yeah. And so she's like, I just need you to come into the kitchen. And I was like, okay. I just need you to tell Yeah. So I walked in there and she said, we need to go to the hospital. Spence has been hit by a car. And I thought, a car? Like, what? What? And I was, my first reaction was, is he dead? Yeah. Because that's, if you get hit by a car. It's a big deal. At 50 miles an hour. He said he was going 45. 45 miles an hour. I mean, you know, that's all, that's pretty fast for your body. Yeah. Thank goodness he's a big old, big old boy. Um, so at that point I called my mom and my neighbor had brought over one of her sons. And so I called my mom and I, she answered the phone. I said, mom, get here. But my mom had heard it on the radio and she heard Spence cause she knows he's 842. So she was already on her way. Thank goodness. And then Jordan called me at that point and he just said, Hey, and I think I just said, get to my house, my children, like get to my children. But, um, in my head, I thought, mm, He's dead, you know, like, what do I do? But like, I knew I couldn't panic because my children and I think I went into shock mode because I was like, I've got to, um, let me go put the dog up real quick. So it's kind of denial. Um, yeah. And it was just like, you're like, I need to do all these things. I need to. Yes. So I was like, okay, well, let me go. Let me go put Rosie up and feed her and like maybe put some clothes on because I had like pajama pants on and my mom was on the phone and mom was like you need to go just forget the dog you need to go and my neighbor was like no we need to go and I was like okay okay and then the whole way there I'm like mm, is this for real like is did did this just happen there's no fucking way this happened right so I get to the hospital and um and um, when I walked in, I immediately went into panic mode because um, it looked like somebody had taken, um, I don't even know the right words. It looked like somebody had taken a skill saw from his hairline to his lip. And I, that is terrifying. And so literally I went into like a full, full panic. But he was alive, you know, but in my head, I'm like, what if he's, like, what if his head, like, you can see his skull. Yeah. What if, like, this could go bad, you like know? we're alive now, but what if? Right. So, I literally walked in a couple minutes later and I told him, I said, who the fuck gets hit by a car? You know? Like, that's all I knew to say. And he was like, you know, he didn't say much, but the nurse was funny. just like, looks like Mr. Dalton does. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'd see you saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... At that point, um, my mom came in, thank goodness. Um, and, um, I think, I I don't think there were tears after this because it was, I, I honestly don't remember much of the first week and a half. My mom, um, took the kids for us and that was wonderful. Um, we came home. And I, it's getting easier, but it's definitely changed everything about our lives. My husband traveled for work and, um, then 
you know, we go back to the doctors and all this kind of stuff. And literally every part of his body on the left side is broken. Um, his face, his shoulder, his pelvis, his knee, and his ankle. So, um, for the first week and a half, there was no... He couldn't do, I mean, anything. Um, if you've never had to hold your husband's wiener while he peed in a bottle or a cup, <laughs> I had to wipe my husband's ass. Um, I still have to help him shower. He's getting around so much better right now. He had his first surgery was his knee. Um, so we can't do anything about the ankle until his pelvis is done because if you put a boot on an ankle it'll unlevel his hips the shoulder can't be done until um c5 and c6 in his vertebra have to be taken care of first then they can move to the shoulder just because they're so close you know and with the neck it can affect the shoulder so like i don't really they want to get the neck done first yeah. And then see, like, how much pain that shoulder's in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then... Sorry, I'm really snotty. And then he will have facial reconstruction. Um, And he's getting around better after the knee surgery. Um, But bringing my kids home the first time was something that I will never forget, ever. Um, Because they thought that they were... On vacation with my parents you know they love going to my parents and then they came back and when I tell you that Spence looked like an entirely different human it was for a five-year-old and a two-year-old it was terrifying yeah so um that the first time we tried to bring him back around it was awful and my kids screamed and they cried and they would not stay home so my parents took him back then we tried again um and they got a little bit better and now they're now they're good but um then he had his first surgery and so my kids are going through this like especially Finn he's going through this like if we have to leave him somewhere because we have a doctor's appointment Mm -hmm. he goes into this full meltdown panic mode because he feels like every time we leave Daddy comes back with a new, something's different, you know? Because he doesn't see all of the injuries. He doesn't realize what all's injured. Right. So, when you have surgery or something, he's like, now it's worse. Right. Um, And I know that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you look great. You must feel better. I mean, no. outer appearance, he looks so much better. It does. Um, inside is, is really, um, man. It's it's tough. We have a brain scan coming up to see the damage on his skull and to see if there's um they want to do a baseline brain scan to see if there's a small bleed. Um and I'm lucky he's alive. Um I underestimated everything he did for our family. I have this makes me sound terrible, but I don't pay bills. I don't know how to run his company. Um I'd never even called for a dumpster and, you know, to have our dumpster emptied or whatever. Yeah. And it has been, it's, 
it's we're sleeping more um he can help more now with the children because he can get around but it's been 45 days i believe around 45 days and it's been the longest okay it's it's hard to think like you know the days are long but the years are short yeah i can't believe it's been 45 days um but it has been it has been it's been hard um but I'm lucky. I'm surrounded by so much help, so much love. Um, and there's, again, there's no way to say thank you enough. Because I would not have made it without y'all, without our neighbors, without our friends and our family. I wouldn't make it. I I don't, I, I just know I wouldn't make it. And so I appreciate everybody so much. And um, I love you all so much. I know Spence loves y'all so much. And um, here is just a hoping that this next year just, you know, I, I, I want it to be over. I want the surgeries to be over. We had a doctor's appointment every single day last week. And um, I, I'm just ready, you know, I'm just ready to... Um, I mean, I know we're starting the recovery process. Um, I'm just, I'm ready to like get more in, you know, like I just want it over. Yeah. It's a long, it's a long process and you're ready for it to be done and not have to see your husband in pain. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, we have everything like downstairs, you know, he can't sleep in a bed. So, um, he's been in a recliner. Um, and so we all sleep in the living room because he would wake up. We had medication routines for the first like couple weeks that was, one, three, five, and seven in the middle of the night. Um, if he was asleep, um, and man, it's like having a two hundred and fifty pound baby. You know yeah. that every time he he hates sitting still. He's not a homebody. He yeah. wants to go, 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 and now he's stuck. And and I I feel bad for him because I know he's frustrated. I know he wants to go places. I know he wants to help and. You know, it it makes him sad. Yeah. It makes him angry that he can't do anything. And um, I feel bad for him, you know. Like, I wish that there was more that I could do. I, I don't know what else to do. Um, I'm just, just ready for the, for the process. But, you know, I, again, I, I wouldn't have made it without, without any of y'all. And I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you continuing this podcast. And I'm sorry I have not been here. Um, but I don't know what else to do at this point, you know, um, but it will, it'll get better. We're on a better path, you know, we're, we're going to get through it and day by day, um, you know, he has help. He has doctors. He's got a therapist or a psychologist now. And I know that, you know, it's going to do good things for him. So here's just to trucking on and doing what we can you know but i i i love you guys and i I thank you and that's that's about all i got i'm sorry i cried throughout the whole thing (laughs) it's okay um well i'll tell i'll tell my little side of the story yeah so um because it's not as sad as yours i know it's pretty sad um I was asleep through the storm <laughs> um, because I'm a bad medical responder <laughs> and um, I like my sleep. Mm-hmm. 
And Jordan was on the phone with his dad. And I'm pretty sure I was super annoyed by it because I was trying to go to bed. Right. Um, and then I hear Spence got hit. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Back it up. I'm going to need more information. <laughs> yeah. And um, I called you. And you yelled at me to get to your house. I thought it was Jordan. No, and then. Sorry. Well, she hung up on me. I'm not faulting you. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, it's all a blur. I called you and you were like, my kids are at my house. And I was like, okay, well, is anyone else at your house with your kids? Or are your kids just there? Like, I don't blame you. But like. But in my head the whole time, I'm like, I, when I was wandering around the house in shock, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I can't, you know, Laura brought one of her kids over. I mean, he's 19, 20. He's wonderful. But like, you know, I'm like, I need somebody with my kids. Um, That's not. A nineteen-year-old boy, right? And he's he's our neighbor. Like he knows he's they a know good him. Boy, but awesome. Not, but I want you know I want. He doesn't want to be watching. Your right, kids. right. <laughs> so like I'm like okay, if I take my time, somebody will be here. I just I can't leave my children. Yeah, you know, like I can't leave my children. Yeah. So that's I guess that's why I screamed at you to go to my house. Yeah, you screamed at me, and I was like, okay, well I'm um okay. So I get to your house, and it's Laura's. The three boys uh-huh. are there. And, you know, Finn loves me. Uh-huh. He's cool. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Be's here. Yeah. Parker hates me. <laughs> hates everything about me. Doesn't like to look at me. Nothing. <laughs> Won't even call me Beth or B or anything. It's mm-hmm. that girl. <laughs> that girl is here. Wahoo here. <laughs> <laughs> hates me. So I walk in and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to watch him. I don't even like try and like reach for parker or anything i sit down in the little chair in the playroom mm-hmm. and parker loses her shit she is like no 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 <laughs> i will not be with this girl and um absolutely refused so the boys stayed mm-hmm. and then um your brother got there yes and then the true looks got there yes and um Haley, your house has like a little timer where your alarm oh my gosh alarm yes sets and everything and so, um, eventually, th- your neighbors leave, uh-huh. and we're sitting there, and the True Look girls, I think, had your kids in bed, uh-huh. and um, he walked, one of the boys walks out the door, and a little bit later, the alarm goes off. And it is a siren. It is so loud, and mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, and we had just gotten the kids asleep, so they're no longer asleep, <laughs> and I was like, all right, what do we do now? And I was like, we got to figure out how to turn it off. And then the alarm company calls. And your brother's like, I'm Haley's brother. And I'm like, Haley's at the hospital. And they're like, I need the code. And I'm like trying to call you. Uh-huh. And I know you're frantic. And I'm like, what's the code? What's the code? And so finally, I'm like screaming it at this lady through your, the little walkie-talkie on the alarm game. <laughs> and it turns off. And your brother and I turn around. And the code to turn the alarm off is on, is the, on refrigerator. the refrigerator. Yes. I'm like, We're idiots. We are such idiots. <laughs> And then I was told, like, your kids were asleep. Mm-hmm. There were so many people at your house. Your brother had said that your parents had went to the hospital. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like, the kids are taken care of. I'm going to go home mm-hmm. and see, like, what else I can do. Like, right. if there's, you know, like, you don't need me here. What else can I do? Um, because I was told that Spence had a little cut on his head. And that was all that was wrong with him. Right. So I think it was the next day. We were at the hospital. Yeah. You were at the hospital again. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to the hospital beth can track me by the way she can track my phone she always has i can track her i mean it's we don't oh yeah I've but tracking. every time every it's time i am within a, a mile from that hospital i don't know what she has on that phone but like she's usually there because <laughs> you know that's her job i get that i get a phone call what are you doing i'm like yeah 
I'm at, I'm at the like I'm at the doctor's office. Look, I get nervous. It's like something in my body is like you need to check on Haley now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, where's Haley? Mm-hmm. But so you were like, I'm here, and I'm like, I'll be there in a minute. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I will mow someone over to take them to the hospital. Not really, but like I will pick Too someone soon. up. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So I walk in that hospital room, and I was like, holy how yeah this is not okay beth went into panic mode then this is i was like okay we need a doctor oh god we're already here all right (laughs) which doctor is it i need more i need more information and we're gonna things have got to change and i'm like this is not a little cut no it is it is not this is Mm -hmm. like this is and that's what was passed around yeah for a long time it looked like somebody had taken a knife too and went under each nostril straight across and if you when they were the first night when they went to look into his nose to see like how shattered it was, they lifted up his nose and his lip didn't move. So his nose had gotten torn. Like somebody had taken it and ripped it up. Yeah. And then they can't numb your nose when they put stitches right there. So he had to get stitches with no numbing. <sighs> and that he said that was the most painful thing. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. But I went from like, haha, Spence got hit by a tr- yeah. car. Yeah. To, oh no. Yeah. This is not good. Yeah. Um, but moral of the story is, if you need someone to watch your kids, I got Finn. <laughs> and I have a house code. <laughs> I don't have a... Yeah. And, uh, although, I think Parker and I did make progress. Uh-huh. Um, one of the times I came to your house, mm-hmm. because remember, she did my hair and my makeup. Oh, she did. Yes. Yeah. So, she will touch me now. That's good. But only on her terms. Oh, she, it's, I'm only on her terms. Everybody's yeah. only on her terms. So, you know. There's no controlling her. I, I still don't have a name. I'm still... Why is she here? Who, oh, why her here? Where her go? You need her to leave, Mom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she knows, like, every time I come over, you and I are doing something. Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 no. That's my mom. Right. Oh, also, I'm the mean the mean um, friend that's like, Haley was mine first. <laughs> <laughs> to my kids. <laughs> to your kids. Like, I want y'all to know. I was here first. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've also like laid on her lap in front of Parker in between her and Parker. <laughs> yeah. Um, Parker's like, no. Yeah. Um, Finn's like, okay, we're all a big happy family. Yes. And Parker's like, I hate you. Shane said that he walked in and Finn goes, oh, Uncle Shane's here. It's a party. <laughs> yeah. Finn thought it was the greatest thing ever that night. He was so excited with all of us there. Yeah, he had no idea. Yeah, Parker just was happy about everybody else she <laughs> didn't want me at all um yeah I th- well she was probably traumatized because i just left her just, yeah i didn't say bye to the kids you, which like I, I i don't think i said i also don't remember yeah i do know that i did put the dog up yeah the dog was up and i don't know if i said bye to my kids well when everybody got there they didn't care they thought it was the greatest thing ever I'm glad. I built um, Finn. We built him a fort oh, on the you couch. You just build the kid a fort. He'll lay under there and not move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went camping with him one time. I don't think I saw Finn the entire time. No. Oh, yeah. The only time I saw him was when his iPad died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he couldn't charge it up enough to support you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just been. It's just been a whirlwind. A a complete whirlwind. Like I. I mean. But I have figured out why Parker doesn't like us. What? Not really. I really have no idea. But you know Finn, when Finn was born, we were with y'all all the time. Yeah, you kept Finn. Yeah, all the time. And you'd get so mad because he slept at our house. Mm-hmm. And he didn't sleep at your house. Never slept. Um, 
<laughs> still doesn't sleep yeah but you'd be gone for like three hours and he'd sleep the entire time and you'd come back and you'd be like i hate you yeah like i don't like you at all because <laughs> he does not he sleep. sleeping he did not sleep it's your boobs he would sleep <laughs> on your boobs and never move yeah um but parker we were in paramedic school when parker was right born. So we didn't spend a lot of time with anyone. Parker was a sleeper too. So she didn't need it. Like she part, you know, that second child doesn't get held as much. Yeah. Doesn't get coddled as much. She slept really well. So like you didn't have to hold her as much. She was the best baby. Super easy. And then she turned into a toddler and it was like, whoop, game changer. Right. Can't wait for her to get older. But Finn was a terrible baby. Wonderful toddler. Yeah. Wonderful toddler. I don't know, but you make cute kids. I love them both. Thank you. I had to blow dry her hair this morning. She looked precious. I know. I do love her, even though she doesn't oh, she's want to so mean. Me. Oh, she's so mean. You posted that picture of Finn, mm-hmm. and me and Beth just wanted to leave and go to your house and just <laughs> oh, pull yeah. Finn the entire time. <laughs> like, I don't think shit was going on. Finn. <laughs> yes. We'll I just need Finn. <laughs> yeah. We're hugging him. Yeah. He's, he's, and like what's, it's like Finn doesn't understand. Like, you know, we were supposed to go to the beach the weekend after. Yeah. And then we were supposed to go to camping at the beach a week after that like come home for a week go back to me and he doesn't understand that we're not going like still yeah. doesn't understand that like we cancel that and we can't go yeah like we can't go anywhere you know what i mean we should have taken him with us yeah um we'll just go back. i guess we'll have to go back education um yeah so so there's my story i guess i'll stick to it <laughs> well um I am super happy to have you back. I'm excited to be back. Thank you for everything. I love you guys. Um, well, we love you. Sorry, this emotional episode. Well, you know, it's good. Um, from now on, when someone asks what happened, just refer them to Just Another Murder Cast. <laughs> just Another Murder Cast. We're not going to tell you what episode. Listen to all Get them ratings up. Um, yeah, our ratings definitely suffered without you. Nobody likes me. That's not true. I mean, people listened, but they were like, where's Haley? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, excuse me. We're here for Haley. <laughs> there's, that, there's that other girl. And they were like, all right, well, Candy and Sheila. Candy, like, they, Candy, I, it, it was, I mean, I, like, listen, everybody did great, and I appreciate everybody. Candy did wonderful. Candy, first of all. I like her voice on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, She was nervous, but she did, she did so good. I was so happy to have her. Uh-huh. Plus, I miss Candy anyways. Yeah. I used to work with her, see her all the time, and now mm-hmm. I'd never see her because unless you come hang out at my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ditto now because we can't leave. Or, um, or you need an ambulance. You're not going to see me. Right. Those are the two places I am. Yeah. And, um, so I was so happy to see her and, um, I was happy once she supported us so much. Oh my God. Wonderful. She has been the biggest supporter mm-hmm. of this podcast so far. Right. Besides maybe your dad <laughs> <laughs> and, and Avery. But yeah. Candy has been great. And so to have her on here, one, she wanted to come in and be like, listen to episode live. And I was like, all right, well, I'll do you one better. I need you to come be on it. And um, she did amazing. She did mm-hmm. a lot of research. She told an amazing story. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually told my niece, mm-hmm. um, I was like, I really want you to listen to the podcast, but just that one part of it. Yeah. Because it's important for kids to hear. Yeah. Um, so I was so proud of her. So proud. It was really good. Um, and, you know, like, I really appreciate Sheila and Candy and mm-hmm. Jordan being on the podcast so that you appreciate could be gone. it so much. Um, Thank you for the help, everybody. And of course, you know, anytime you need to be gone, we will figure it out. <laughs> Because we just come to the house. 
Because unless I have a babysitter I, for my husband, <laughs> I can't, can't leave. <laughs> Not for my kids. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. swear. I Jordan and I did talk about coming and like making. Because Spence like cares nothing about this podcast. Right. And I think I'm, once like, he would do it though. Yeah. He would. I swear we're going to come over and record like with Spence in the room so he can't leave. Yeah. Sit like, him at the table. Hop away. Yeah. <laughs> can't go nowhere. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I think he once he would do it, he would like it. You know? I think he really would. Mm-hmm. Um, so... All right. Welcome back, guys. Thanks. Or welcome back, Haley. I um, love you. Thank you. So don't forget to uh, share this podcast with your friends. Yep. One, share with your friends so that they can learn why they need to slow down. Yes. Move over law. Move over. Yes. It's like, seriously, if you see, I don't care if you have to slow to where you almost stop. Yeah. If you can't see what is in front of you and you see lights, slow down and move over. Yeah. I thought Seriously. I was going to lose my cool on that guy on Facebook. There was yeah. like, the flashing lights make it hard for us to see. I'm like, the flashing lights are there so that you stop, slow down, stop. And if you can't see what you're doing, one, don't drive at night. And right. two, you know, like, know that there's someone up there. Those lights did not get there by themselves. Right. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, oh, also, I also just want to, again, another shout out. I um, said something uh, to the two boys, um, Dakota White. And uh, Cody Derman, they have been, they saved my husband's life. And um, there is no thank you enough for bringing my kids their daddy, um, for bringing my husband home, for staying with him, for saving. I mean, seriously, these young, these young kids, they didn't have to do that. They could have yeah. panicked and got like just, you know, but no, they stayed there until they had nothing else to do. Yeah. And that is. That is, that's a whole new level of you save somebody's life. Can I say one more thing? Like, mm-hmm. I think God was looking out when you weren't listening to the scanner. I, you know how often I listen to that scanner. Yeah. Um, but he was also looking, looking out for me and the fact that I was not at work that day. Yeah. Because if I'd have rolled up and seen Spence the way that Spence looked, mm-hmm. first of all, he would have got every drug in my drug box just to like, <laughs> whatever. I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. I would have cried the whole way. Uh-huh. And my radio report would be like, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like you know like you'll do what you have to do and i'm like i know but there are certain people in my life yes that i would take care of mm-hmm. but i would lose my shit about right them. right so, yeah that's because um, it was my truck that picked him up it was just the day after i left thank god so because first of all i would fully immobilize can you imagine my mom's panic oh yeah hearing spence call for his own ambulance. I can't imagine. One, the fact that Spence called would make me feel slightly better, but also that one very of the boys terrified. handed him his radio while he was laying on the road. And, very terrified. You know, so terrified. Uh, she didn't know. She just knew I'm the firefighter down. Yeah. I need help or whatever he said. And she went into, she was in her bed. My dad was in his like man cave and she ran as fast as she could and started screaming. And my dad was like, you don't know if it's him. She was like, no, it's him. I heard him. I heard him. Yeah. My dad was like, let me call him. She was like, get in the car, like screaming. Hmm. You know, she didn't call me then. I thought when she called, when she said I'm on my way, I thought Beth called her. Beth called mom. That, you know what I mean? Like that was my first thing. Beth already called her. That's why she's on her way. But no, she had heard it. Like I, yeah. Yeah. Well, I called you first. The first thing I found out, I called you. Mm Mm-hmm. And you had already told me that people were going. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not calling anyone else. I'm just getting to that house. And I went so fast to that house. <laughs> I mean, it was storming all around me. It and was crazy. My little Jeep was booking it. It was crazy. 
Um, I mean. Well, it's like a focused storm, too. Yeah. Down, so it's, I mean, you can literally see lines, like, on my dad's property. There is a line. It had to be a tornado. It, well, what they, they do is. is what they call it? Um, a downburst. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's a, literally a line on my dad's property where he had massive oak trees the mm-hmm. size of this desk that mm-hmm. are twisted and thrown to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, there's nothing. We had nothing here. We didn't have leaves yeah. knocked out. We it, had a little rain. That's all we had. It literally ran down clot filter. Yeah. Split clot filter. Laura and them didn't get it like we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, we we had shit everywhere. Our trampoline was gone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we had to go get it. Yeah. It, it was a crazy, crazy night. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But. All um, right. Um, like us on Facebook. Share. Share please. Our rate. Podcast. Give um, us stars. Any no, kind of stars. Nobody gave us any reviews. So, I need stars and reviews, please. So, um, I think everybody should give us five stars and say welcome back, Haley. Thank you. Yeah. Um, also, I changed Patreon. Okay. Um, Tell me about it. One, I started to think about it, and I really like our our stories over on Patreon. So What do um, you mean? Like our our bonus episodes. Okay. And I want other people to be able to hear them. Okay. So they were at the $10 per month little thing where you got a bonus episode and a sticker, mm-hmm. but I changed it. I put okay. it down to the $5 a month one. Okay. So for $5 a month, you can get our monthly bonus episode. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Welcome I love back, you. Aileen. I love you guys. Rate, share, review, whatever you need to do. Yeah. All right. Okay, bye. Bye.